Our reading this morning is from John's Gospel, chapter 10, beginning at verse 7. Therefore Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep haven't listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever, Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to kill, to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And then continuing at verse 14. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. This is the word of the Lord. Toy Story 2. Woody is one of Andy's toys. And all these toys come to life when Andy isn't watching. Now, Andy's family are having a yard sale. It is American. And unfortunately, Woody ends up on the table for stuff to be sold. And Woody is bought. Tragedy. He doesn't quite know what is going to happen. And he finds himself having been bought by a toy collector. And the toy collector recognises that Woody is actually quite valuable because there's a museum far away that wants to have all of these toys because they're all featured in a television show. And Woody is taken by the toy collector and he's tidied up. All the bits that have got a little bit ragged and torn get mended. He gets repainted and he's going to be for sale. And he discovers some other toys who are also going to be going to this museum. And Woody thinks, to begin with, I don't want to be here. I want to be back with Andy and all the other toys. But as he watches the television show, and as he realises that being in this museum is going to bring him fame and fortune, he thinks, wow, this is my new life. I'm somebody. I'm somebody special. And I'm going to be really taken and appreciated um, by you know, ending up in this museum. Meanwhile, Buzz Lightyear and all his friends are coming to the rescue to rescue Woody and take him back home. They break into the apartment and they say, we're here, we're here to take you home. And Woody says, I don't want to come because I've got better things in store. My life is going places. I don't want to come back with you. Have I got the story right so far? So good? So they disappear back. Woody, meanwhile, stops and thinks. And slowly and gradually he realises that actually his life back with Andy is who he truly is. It's who he actually is and where he can live life to the full. Where he can be who he is, he can play and be loved and be, you know, messed about. And, you know, if he gets a bit ragged around the edges, it doesn't matter. And so to cut a long story short, he collects Jesse, who is this other toy that he's found as well. And they manage the great escape from the apartment, ending up in, a, um, in an airport carousel with all the luggage. And naturally, they get back home safe and sound. What on earth has that got to do with John chapter 10? Life in all its fullness. We've just been seeing that clip and remembering what a shepherd does. A shepherd knows his or her sheep and the sheep know where they belong. 
And one of the things that happened to Woody was that he forgot where he belonged. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's speaking some really deep truths. And he uses picture language because that helps them understand what he is saying. There's two things I want to pull out from this very briefly about what Jesus is saying to his friends, his disciples. He's saying, know where you belong. Know who you are and where you belong. And then secondly, experience the life that that offers. Know who you are and where you belong and live in that. And then you will experience life. Life in all its fullness. So we're going to look at those two things very briefly. Firstly, know where you belong. As I said, Woody forgot where he belonged. Not even the arrival of all his friends helped him to fully realise who he truly was and where he belonged. It was only after they'd gone and he sat thinking that it dawned on him who he was. And he did something. He scratched away at the sole of his foot. What was on the sole of his foot? Andy's name. It had been painted over because it didn't look very good. But as he scraped it away, he could see Andy, written by the boy who loved him. Andy. He was Andy's favourite toy. That's who he was. And he belonged back in Andy's house. And that was the moment at which he realised he had to do something about that and get back. Jesus says, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. We belong. We belong to Jesus. That is who we are. We are children of God and we belong to Jesus. And he wants to gather us into his flock because that's where we belong. We've just witnessed Zola being baptised and the water is poured over her head. And then David said these words. He says, Christ claims you for his own. Receive the sign of the cross. And he puts the sign of the cross on Zola's head. That's like having Andy on your shoe. This is who we are. This is Jesus' name. The memory of who he is and what he has done for us marking us, reminding us that we belong to Jesus. And Jesus wants to call us together to live with him. He wants to walk with us. He wants to lead us to green pastures, as we were hearing in Psalm 23. He wants to walk with us through the difficult times. He wants to guide us, to lead us, direct us, and to give us good things. Who are we? We're children of God. We belong to Jesus. Let's not forget that. Secondly, when we fully recognise that, when we fully remember and realise who we are, we can experience the life that Jesus offers. Jesus is saying some difficult things in this passage. He's saying there's people who have come before me, there's people who are saying things, and it sounds as if they want the good for you, but actually they don't. I am the true shepherd. 
You'll hear other voices saying that they're the shepherd. But listen, Jesus says, I am the true shepherd. And the difference is that I come for your good. And I have come that you might have life. Life in all its fullness. Now, Woody had some choices. He saw another aspect to life, away from that sort of humdrum, mundane life of being a toy, where he knew that one day Andy would grow up and would abandon him. And he saw something that looked really attractive. Fame and fortune, and people coming and looking at him and saying, wow, that is Woody. Woody from that television show that I remember when I was a child. And that looked really attractive for a while. And he thought, yes, that is life. But what was the reality of that life for Woody? It meant he was pristine. He was in a box. And that's where he would stay. Might have been attractive for a day or so, all that adulation. But that was no life. No life in a museum, in a box with lots of people looking at him. No matter how attractive that looked initially, he realised that that wasn't who he was and where he couldn't live the life that meant he could be truly him. And that's the difference. Jesus comes and speaks out against all the other voices that are telling us, experience life in this way. Be this and you'll certainly be somebody. Jesus says, I have come. And I have come that you might know life, life in all its fullness. Because he offers us a life where we can be truly ourselves. Because we belong to him and we are a child of God. And therefore, only Jesus can offer us that life where we can truly be ourselves. And as we live with him, he walks with us and we are then transformed and we become more and more the people that God has made us to be because we're living where we should. We're living where we belong and we're experiencing life. Lots of other things will look attractive. Things will glitter and shine and say, this is the way to experience life. And we might be tempted to follow them for a while. But only in Jesus can we know life in all its fullness. And only in Jesus can we know life that is eternal. So, today, two simple things. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. A child of God. Walking with Jesus. Filled with his spirit that you might know that love day by day by day. Remember who you are. And as you remember the second thing, experience life. Life in all its fullness. This doesn't mean life's a bed of roses. David's already said that Zola doesn't become an angel overnight just because she's been baptised. Life is real, life is gritty. We have our ups and downs. That is not what Jesus is saying. He doesn't say, I've come that I might wave a magic wand and you live in this unimaginary real life where nothing bad ever happens. He doesn't say that. He says you can live the life that has everything in it 
good times, bad times. But in that life, you can experience me and therefore you can know life in its fullness. It's a life that is rich, that is deep, that is fulfilling, that it is transforming both us and those around us. It's a life that opens our eyes to see God, to see his perspective, to see things as he sees them. It's a life that gives us an opportunity to dare to hope. Only in Jesus can we dare to hope. And we can live daring to hope. What a wonderful way to live. Because in Jesus we have everything. He gives us peace. He gives us comfort. He gives us security. He gives us life in all its fullness. So today, remember who you are and experience that life that Jesus offers, life in all its fullness. Amen.